Hello everyone, welcome to Read the Classics and I'm your host Neharika. We'll be continuing with The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, segment 4 of the part 1. The boy began again to read his book, but he was no longer able to concentrate. He was tense and upset because he knew that the old man was right. He went over to the bakery and bought a loaf of bread thinking about whether or not he should tell the baker what the old man had said about him. Sometimes it's better to leave things that they are as they are, he thought to himself and decided to say nothing. If he were to say anything, the baker would spend three days thinking about giving it all up, even though he had gotten used to say the way things were. The boy could certainly resist causing that kind of anxiety for the baker. So he began to wander through the city and found himself at the gates. There was a small building there and with a window at which people bought tickets to Africa and he knew that Egypt was in Africa. Can I help you? asked the man behind the window. Maybe tomorrow, said the boy, moving away. If he sold just one of his sheep, he'd have enough to get to the other shore of the strait idea frightened him. Another dreamer? said the ticket seller to his assistant, watching the boy walk away. He doesn't have enough money to travel. While standing at the ticket window, the boy had remembered his flock and decided he should go back to being a shepherd. In two years, he had learned everything about shepherding. He knew how to share sheep, how to care for pregnant ewes, and how to protect the sheep from wolves. He knew all the fields and pastures of Andalusia, and he knew what was the fair price for every one of his animals. He decided to turn to his friend's stable by the longest route possible. As he walked past the city's castle, he interrupted his return and climbed the stone ramp that led to the top of the wall. From there, he could see Africa in distance. Someone had told him once that it was from there that the moons had come to occupy all of Spain. He could see almost the entire city from where he sat, including the plaza where he had talked with the old man. Curse the moment I met that old man, he thought. He had come to the town only to find a woman who could interpret his dream. Neither the woman nor the old man was at all impressed by the fact that he was a shepherd. Was solitary individuals who no longer believed in things and didn't understand that shepherds became attached to their sheep. He knew everything about each member of his flock. He knew which ones were lame, which ones was to give birth two months from now, and which were the laziest. He knew how to shear them and how to slaughter them. If he ever decided to leave them, they would suffer. The wind began to pick up. He knew that the, he knew that wind. People call it the Levanta, because on it the moose had come from the Levant, at the eastern end of the Mediterranean. The Levanta increased in intensity. Here I am, between my flock and my treasure, the boy thought. He had to choose between something he had become accustomed to and something he wanted to have. There was also the merchant's daughter, but she wasn't important as his, as his flock, because she didn't depend on him, she didn't even remember him. He was sure that it made no difference to her on which day he appeared for her. Every day was the same. And when each day is the same as the next, it's because people fail to recognize the good things that happen in their lives 
every day that the sun rises. I left my father, my mother and the town castle behind. They have gotten used to my being away and so have I. The sheep will get used to my not being there too, the boy thought. From where he sat, he could observe the plaza. People continued to come and go through the baker's shop. The young couple sat on the bench where he had talked with the old man, and they kissed. That baker, he said to himself without completing the thought. The lamenter was still getting stronger, and he felt its force on his face. That one had brought the Marusias. But it had also brought the smell of the desert and of wailed women. It had brought with it the sweat and the dreams of men who had once left to search for the unknown and for golden adventure, and for the pyramids. The boy felt jealous of the freedom of the wind, and saw that he could have the same freedom. There was nothing to hold him back except himself. The sheep, the merchant's daughter, and the fields of Andalusia were only steps along the way to his personal legend. The next day the boy met the old man at the moon. At the noon, he brought six sheep with him. Surprised, the boy said. My friend brought all all the other sheep immediately. He said that he had always dreamed of being a shepherd, that it was a good omen. That's the way it always is, said the old man. It's called the principle of favorability. When you play cards the first time, you're almost sure to win. Beginner's luck. Why is that? Because there is a force that wants you to realize your personal legend. It whets your appetite with its taste of success. The old man began to inspect the sheep, and he saw that one was lame. The boy explained that it wasn't important, since that sheep was the most intelligent of the flock and produced the most wool. Where's the treasure? It's in Egypt, near the pyramids. The boy was startled. The old man had said the same thing. Woman had said the same thing, but she hadn't charged him anything. In order to find treasure, you will have to follow the omens. God has prepared a path for everyone to follow. You just have to read the omens that he left you. Before the boy could reply, a butterfly appeared and fluttered between him and the old man. He remembered something his grandfather had once told him that butterflies were a good omen, like crickets and the grasshoppers, like lizards in four leaf clovers. That's right said the old man able to read the boy's thoughts. Just as your grandfather taught you, these are good omens.